Welcome back to Out of the Bubble. My name's Rachel Peru and I'm a grey-haired curve model and I'm going to be your host for the Outer Bubble podcast. I started a new career four years ago, age 46, and found on social media so many amazing, inspiring women who were really embracing life and leaving a trail of inspiration along the way, helping to break down those stereotypical middle-aged barriers. So I thought the podcast would be a great way to share some of these stories with you. So season three, I'm really excited to be back. I've been chatting with a diverse set of women of all ages, whose stories I know will help women become more confident in body and mind. So this week's guest um, is another lady I met at the Enterprise Collective networking event, and we immediately hit it off. Rona Langan has a superb eye for style and fashion and is passionate about helping women feel the best version of themselves through their clothes so she leaves women with a new sense of confidence. And I have to admit, I was slightly nervous today when Rona <laughs> came around to look in my wardrobe um, and she's really helped me create a wardrobe that suits my personality best. So welcome, Yeah, Rona. I'm thank so you. delighted to be here. Thank you, Rachel, and thank you for letting me rummage through your wardrobe. It's been really good fun, and I have learned. It's actually nice. incredibly glamorous already. So oh, well, I don't know about that, but thank with you. It. <laughs> How do you describe yourself to people and what you do? Um, so it's all about empowering women. So it's about reflecting the inside by what you're doing with the outside, because that's when the magic happens. Yeah. So it's all about if you look good, you feel good, and if you feel good, you're unstoppable yeah so um people may think oh it's trivial it's just your outward appearance but it makes such a difference yeah, and it, it gives is. you confidence and it's a transformatory thing if that's the right word yeah, it's, it's a transformation process um so that i often find with clients that they go on to have so much more confidence mm. in their wider life and it kind of affects everything in their life yeah so they make change they do things they call for so for me it's all about the cinderella which is when you get the colors and the styles working so beautifully that your client is just uplifted and it's almost as if she's lit up from within and it's just gorgeous and i always catch my breath because it's just a very special quite emotional thing and i love it I absolutely love you it. You can tell you you, you yeah. love what you're doing, yeah. which is fabulous. Yeah, I, I was quite nervous about you coming this Aww, morning, just because your you. wardrobe is such a personal it thing, is. isn't it? Yeah. Do you find that people that you go to, because you do do this personal styling, yes. you go to people's houses. Yes. Do you find people are nervous? People styling? are nervous, but I also think they think, "Oh, I'm so pleased somebody's going to come in, look at it with an objective eye, yeah. and just help me clear stuff and kind of re- reset my life to make my life simpler." easier more manageable mm. um so yes i think people may be slightly nervous but no one i've heard, not heard of anyone i think before i came yeah. you did that really <laughs> um, but uh yeah so often you start and then people come up with more and more bags of stuff because mm. they're pleased and it's very cathartic as yes. well yeah um also i think we have a lot of emotional attachment though yeah. Because we associate them with the time in our life and the particular events that we wore the outfits yeah. to. And they may no longer be our style or suit our lifestyle, but we just can't bear to get rid of them. Mm. So it's quite good to have somebody looking at it objectively and also saying it can always go on sabbatical. If yeah. you're going to lose a bit of weight or you might wear it in a different way, pack it away. Yeah. And then after a few years, if you really haven't missed it, then let go. Yeah. Oh, 
possibly yeah. a good idea. Yeah. So where did your passion for fashion come oh, from? Oh, from a very early age, yes. I, I always loved colour and fashion. I loved kind of lipstick colours, actually. I remember my mum used to get Avon for yes, lipstick. Yeah. And I would spend hours um, drawing pictures of lips with all the different colours along and naming them appropriate colours. Mm. Um, I loved historical fashion, so I was obsessed with kings and queens of the past and the, the way that fashion developed from Grecian times right through to the current day. Yeah. So loved all of that. Um, loved the Oscars when uh, got to see the beautiful red carpet dresses. Yeah. So I loved occasion dresses. If I could, I would wear a full length, um, probably a full length gold uh, sparkly sequined dress every day of my life. Oh, if I fabulous. could, but sadly. <laughs> <laughs> Because you yeah. did work at Harrods, didn't you? Yeah, so I worked in Harrods, yeah. So um, worked in menswear, uh, which I really enjoyed, actually. And I loved the whole vibrancy and glamour mm. of Harrods. It was like its own little citadel, really. And I loved the fact that um, it was the best of everything. It was the most interesting, most glamorous. Um, mm. And it was great. And it was nice to interact with customers as well and see the difference that you could make. Yeah. Yeah. So at what point did you, how did you have a light bulb moment where you thought, actually, yeah, I do know what I really want to do. It's, um, it's quite interesting because I was at home with uh, small children, yeah. didn't work, spoke to a friend in the playground who said, I've just had my colours. And that was the first I'd heard of this. I don't think I'd even been aware of, of what it all meant. So mm. I found out more and I thought, oh my gosh, I would so love to do that. Yeah. That would be an amazing thing. And I could do it at home and I could fit in with my children when they were small. Mm. So I just went from there. Mm. So it was a bit of a light bulb. And then it just just grew and grew. Um, Started off seeing friends and clients in London, in Wimbledon, where I used to live, Mm. and then moved up to Yorkshire. Carried on doing the same, Mm. combining it with work. Do you find, because it's interesting, because you've worked obviously in the South as well as as now in the North of England, is there a difference between women's style? In, in I would say yes. I think Harrogate is very, very dressy yeah. and quite upmarket in mm. the look. And I think there's um, people are less keen to go out on a limb with kind of wildly creative looks. If you go to Leeds, it's completely different. Yeah. So Leeds or York, to me, seems more like London. Right. Um, but I love the fact that Harrogate is so put together. An effort mm. and do look really good. I love the whole Tweedy Harrogate yeah. thing as well. I must. So what services do you now provide? Because you've oh, now yes. branched out. Yes, I have, illuminated. I have started illuminated. Yeah, absolutely going for it. Age 54, which Brilliant. is, that's, is, that's is cool. Love. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so the, it, it, I call it my style Camino, which mm. you've probably seen on the website. Yes, yeah. That's because I'm a Hispanic obsessive and right. I did Spanish at uni at Andrews. Um, and one of the things I've always wanted to do is walk the Camino to Santiago, which is from uh, south of France going right across the north of Spain. Mm. So I still have that as my dream to yeah. do it with my girls and my loved oh, ones to have an amazing trek. Um, so for me, it's a style Camino. So the starting point is always colour mm. because that makes the most difference because that lifts your complexion, your eyes look brighter, you look healthier. Mm. So the colour is, is the biggest transformation. So I always start with that. You can have a colour reveal. You yes. can be either one-to-one or you can be in a group of ladies and a colour social, which is mm. lots of fun too because you see your friends' faces coming yeah. alive and that is just brilliant. I love that. Um, you've then got the style side, so that's style defined, 
which is dressing for your body shape, but also for your lifestyle and mm. your personality. So that really explains why you might have a beautiful dress hanging in the wardrobe that looks gorgeous. It might still have tags on. Mm. It fits your body shape. The colour is good. But so it's what you feel authentic in. Yeah. So that, that's quite important, actually. Yeah. And we do quite a fun uh, style personality, which we've done a, a quiz. Which I which found we, really which, hard. Which, uh, <laughs> lots of different think, options. Yeah. So your style icon is Victoria Beckham. Yes, I'll but wearing that, beautiful think. bright colours, mm. but with lovely elegant pieces. So style define. Um, you've then got the option of the wardrobe renew. Mm. With the wardrobe renew, you can do everything all at once, like we've done today. Yeah. So you have your colour, body, shape, um, style, personality go through the wardrobe, pick out things that no longer work, yeah. restyle what you've got left, and create a useful shopping mm. list of key pieces because none of us wants to spend a lot on clothes anymore, yeah. buy too many clothes. So it kind of fine-tunes what you really need yeah. and what will enable everything that's left in the wardrobe to work really well mm. to keep it uh, keep it safe in the wardrobe. That's what yeah. I'm excited for today. Yeah. Now that we have had a, a pull. Yes. We've had quite a big pull. Yes. Um, but... It's now seeing clothes in a different way, thinking, yes. okay, I can wear that jacket with that skirt yes. I've not thought about yes. before. And the colour mixes, it's interesting. It's very exciting. Yeah, and for is. you, it's all about accessories and amazing yeah. t-shirts, Rachel. Yes. So I'm very excited I'll about be the Gina Potter yes. t-shirts <laughs> with the lovely lips, with yeah. silver in your best, best colours. Yeah. Um, really nice handbags in bright colours, silver. Mm. Lots of things that can make what you've already got work even harder yeah. you've got some fab pieces you've got some gorgeous colours already in yeah. wardrobe oh, thank you. so I'm it's been a mini cull it's how it's been fantastic <laughs> what kind of age group do you yeah have? do you so, have a real mixture real mixture which is great so it's kind of ladies early 30s going up to ladies in their 50s and 60s mm. and 70s um so i'm specializing in women now yeah um, because women are, are much more receptive to the whole other style thing mm. but i have seen male clients in right. the past and i'm happy to see a male client with his other half yeah or, or you know dads and daughters or whatever um oh wouldn't that be lovely yes. dads and daughters, dads and daughters would, be lovely. It would be quite a nice thing yeah, actually father's day um yeah so a real age mix because it's very interesting because women we transform ourselves constantly throughout yeah. our lives you know we start off doing one thing Maybe we're in a corporate world. Maybe we're then at home with children, kind of lose our way a bit then and mm. think, well, what's appropriate for now for kind of doing the school run and, and doing what I do now? Yeah. Um. So there's that. People go through divorces. People go through health issues and things. Mm. And it's just rediscovering your authenticity at a particular time. Yeah. Something that makes you feel that you can be who you want to be, who you aspire to be, but also your, your authentic well have you um, found that different age groups bring different challenges are they for instance are they women that may be in the 30s that yes. have just had kids for yes. instance do they have a different attitude to their clothes than maybe somebody in the 50s that might be a bit more set in their ways i don't think so because i just think anything that involves a change of lifestyle is it offers the same challenges to anybody mm. at whatever age and you'll find that most women have issues with body confidence, with yeah. particular parts of the body that they're really not happy about. Yeah. Arms is the big thing. Yeah. doesn't matter how young or yeah, how old the ladies. I put my hands up to that. I always yeah. say I None arms. of us particularly love our arms. Mm. So it's all about celebrating the best bits um, so that you feel really good in your skin and in the clothes that yeah. you wear. Um, so older ladies, sort of midlife ladies onwards, um, of which I think of myself as one, 
um, there is this fear to not score high on the mathanometer, which mm. is a society thing as well as yeah. to what is age appropriate, because it's what's appropriate for you or yeah. what you feel comfortable wearing. It drives me mad um, that there's so many people. Yes. Like I see a woman that might look amazing in a yes. short dress above yes. her knees, yes. and she gets so much yes. chat from Stick people. About and actually, it. quite a lot of women as well that are really judgy. Yes. Saying, oh, you're it too can old be. To wear it that. can be very judgy. So I would often say, you know, if it's a lady in her sixties, for example, who has amazing legs. Yeah. I would say go shorter in winter because you can put an opaque tight, yeah. you can wear an over the knee boot, you can still show off your legs, mm. but it's harder in the summer yeah. because then we worry about our knees and mm. everything else. So it's just a case of adjusting for what works for you yeah. at a different stage. Because you've been yeah. in the fashion industry because you were a personal yeah. shopper as well for yes. Plays A, weren't yes. you, for a long time? Yes. Um, and you actually were an ambassador for them. I you? was, yeah. So personal styling ambassador yeah. when uh, Phase 8 was doing the big personal styling initiative yeah. and that's when I got here in the Daily Mail which was my Cinderella yeah, moment amazing. which I absolutely loved and that was all about celebrating personal stylists who are over 50 mm. styling women who are over 50 yeah um and there were certain employers that did have older ladies mm. doing the styling yeah. of which I was one but it was also Jigsaw and Hobbs featured mm. and Mint Velvet as well so that was really nice to meet these other women that still look gorgeous yeah. still were very on trend very fashionable but also incredibly empathetic because i think the older you get in life the more the more you have understanding of people that have been through different stages yeah. because you're relating it to your own experience yeah so i think it, it becomes easier as you go on to work out how you can really help people hmm. in, your, in your work obviously in, in this industry how do you find the way that the media and the fashion, like the high street, represent women, say, over 40? Yes, I know. Um, interesting enough, because we were talking about phase eight before, yes. and we've always had super young models. Yeah. Um, but recently, because of the international, is it the International Women's yes. Day? Yeah. It was really lovely to see a group of ladies from head office, all different shapes and sizes and different ages, mm. wearing things that they look gorgeous in. Mm. And that was just fab to see. Yeah. So I think diversity is a fantastic thing. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of older ladies that buy brands that would really like to see ladies in their 50s and 60s wearing those I mean, brands. Isn't it there's something like the over 50 market in, in shopping is like the fastest absolutely growing in this huge. country, isn't it? Yeah. And yet they've been just ignored so, by But I think people like you, because you're in the vanguard and you talk about it and you celebrate women doing amazing mm. things at an older age, so I think the movement is really strong. I, I think, think it is. Things I think it's will growing. change. Yeah, I think it yeah. is. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's a, it's an exciting time, really. Could you have imagined doing what you're doing now when you were younger? Have uh, you always been this confident? Oh, <laughs> bless you. I think this 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 has made me so happy and fulfilled mm. that I don't even think twice about it. Yeah. Um. And so when I start when I appeared in the Daily Mail, that was it. That was a bit of a a, a bank. A, what would I say? A bit of a watershed mo moment for me, actually. Mm. And so that gave me more confidence. And then I did a lot of training for Phase 8. So I trained at Chip Store in James Street mm. to get ready for personal styling. And I used to be nervous and scared, but I just pushed myself to do it because yeah. I wanted to do it. I felt passionate about it. Yeah. So it's, it's given me a lot of confidence. Mm. And I feel that I can help and transform. So it's just yeah. so fulfilling. 
So I would say I'm probably more joyful now in my fifties yeah. than I I've ever that. been. That's but yeah. that's I think that's really common. I tell yeah. lots of women I talk to that get to this point where they actually they've never been happier than yeah. they're in their fifties. Yeah. And it's thing it's this thing, life's too short, you know, feel yeah. the fear and do it anyway. Yeah. If you want to do something, just go for it. And so do when it. you do have wobbles or when yes. you do get nervous about because yes. I know you've been doing some some quite big events recently that yeah. you've not done for a while. Yeah. How do you overcome those fears? I think I prepare loads, right. so I tend to over prepare. So yeah. if I've got an event, I'll be practicing for days on end. Yeah. Um. So it's good because I know I have all the knowledge. It's just trying to get it out in a way that's accessible. Yeah. That people will get and be able to relate, be able to use mm-hmm. um information advice. Yeah. Um. But then the minute I get on stage, I love it because the whole color thing is quite theatrical, really. Yes. Yeah. So and it is. It's all the Cinderella moments. It's it's putting the Bollywood drapes on different yeah. ladies and the kind of gasp, oh, yeah. the kind of collective gasp, and and the ladies themselves. That's the best bit mm. because they look in the mirror. I've been really surprised at some of the colours that I would never oh, have normally chosen that yeah. really looked amazing against that the skin. Beautiful bright pink lipstick. Yeah, which you look so yeah, lovely in. Absolutely stunning. That's where I will be on the hunt. I'm just so excited for you. I'm sending you photographs. And um, I'm always especially chuffed if it's something new that you haven't discovered for yourself. And so it's giving you something Mm. exciting and new to try that really works and makes you look really great. Because when you're working with women in in their homes and going through their wardrobes, they're obviously a vulnerable Yes. But I would imagine the conversations about body confidence are, are... are there yes what are the kind of main areas so the main areas as we said arms definitely yeah. uh people worry about skin people worry about decolletage skin because mm. of sun damage um legs people hate their legs knees people worry about knees mm. um tummy is a big thing actually because we all end up putting more on yeah. our tummy and our shapes change slightly as we get older mm. um so even things like hair color what what is appropriate now that really works you now yeah because we were talking about how your skin gets a bit lighter and softer and your eye color softens as mm. you get older so maybe a really strong deep color that looks amazing in your 20s doesn't work yeah um so yes i think we all have insecurities but seeing the right colors and seeing the right shapes gives mm. you confidence yeah definitely. and you think oh my goodness mm. this is fab yeah. and i look so different but i look really good mm. and i feel great yeah so yeah it's empowering isn't it it's really empowering it's yeah. lovely absolutely lovely what tips can you give to somebody say let's for instance say that they they really struggle with their waistline and they feel like yes. they don't want to have anything that's too clingy what kind of yeah is there some style so, tips um, could... yes so for an, an apple shape lady yeah. apple shapes carry more around their tummy but tend to have amazing legs and amazing arms so a kind of a neat tunic shape maybe slightly a-line mm. will skim over that tummy area and show off the fabulous leg yeah. and, the, and the great arms um so also a princess line works really well there's so many fairy dresses still or buffet dresses yes. as we call them <laughs> to be what you want dresses um so they sort of sit high under the bust line mm. and that's most people's narrowest part yeah so if if the dress then falls from there it's very slimming. It's not going to cling where you don't want it to cling. But I'm also a big fan of supportive underwear as well. So if you're an apple shape and you want to go body count, get your lovely supportive yeah. underwear on. M&S do amazing, kind of hold it all in tight so you can yeah. wear your normal knickers. Wear yeah. 
um, controlling tight. Yeah, well, I think we used to yeah. think of, of doesn't have support. to be. It doesn't have to be that awful no. spank that you have to no. pull yourself that, that into. You kind of kill yourself yeah. trying to get in, and then it, it has to pop up yeah. somewhere, doesn't yeah. it? So you can get kind of moderate control things mm. and control tight. Um, and then I'm always also a big fan of things that have a sort of colour, a different colour here, so that's kind of gives you a waist shape. Yeah. So you've got sort of block colour here giving you waist definition. Mm. So that's a good tip. It's definitely an ladies. art, isn't it? Yeah. It is an art too. What's it yeah, what's really intriguing, Rachel, is that each decade really has the ideal, their idea of the ideal female shape. Mm. But as personal stylists, we always are trying to create the effect of an hourglass. Mm. So that's quite interesting because that's the historic shape, yeah. the hourglass figure. Um, so what we're trying to do is balance shoulders and hips and create a bit of waist mm. um, so that the, the look is proportionate and harmonious. Mm. And there's very few hourglasses around. There's so many ladies who are pear-shaped or right. in a vertical triangle or apple shape or straight body shape. Mm. Um, so it's just a case of helping them to look their absolute best, mm. really. Who's your style like? Oh, you have <laughs> I absolutely love Kylie actually, oh, yes. uh, because I'm only about five foot yeah. and she's she's small. She always looks amazing. She's she? she's vibrant. She's feminine. She's kind of full of joy as well. She's mm. a joyful person, um, and so energetic and so gorgeous. Mm. Yeah, so I absolutely adore her. But I love um, I love Kate Middleton. I think she's so elegant. Yeah. What she wears, I love the colours that she uses. Um, I love Holly Willoughby as well. I do. A I romantic style yeah. with all yeah. the beautiful frills and details. And mm. she has a beautiful, girly, innocent kind of version yeah. in style. Yeah, really I do too. like her. So I, I wear different outfits at different times and I kind of flit in and out between the different styles. Because fashion should be fun. It should be day, fun. Shouldn't it? And I think yes. maybe we've... we've you lose that sense of fun a bit I think sometimes. you do. I think you get very worried if you're buying something for a special occasion and you kind of feel under duress to dress in a certain way. Yeah. So, for example, the, the classic kind of mum of the bride, mum of the groom thing, doesn't have to be a dress. It can be an amazing trouser suit yeah. or a jumpsuit, something that's flowy and floaty and that you don't feel hemmed in if that's not your yeah. kind of natural thing. Um, so, yes, and I would always say don't buy it. If, if you don't love it... Mm don't buy it it yeah. should be uplifting it's yeah. a whole Marie Kondo thing mm. that does it spark joy yes and if it doesn't yeah. absolutely no point yeah. particularly with all the the concerns that we have about sustainability well, that's one thing I was going to talk to you about yeah. because obviously there's, there's now a shift and a real yes. need for the shift which is fantastic. now I don't know if you've watched yeah. the Staley Dooley the Staley yes Dooley. I have seen that I don't know, yes. the, the high fashion is is a huge problem isn't yes. it yes so Having your services, yes. is, to me now, seems like a really important step for women because you need to be able to make sure your wardrobe really works for you. Yes. And what you have are maybe spending more money on your wardrobe, but having quality over quantity. And yes, and kind of paring down what you actually need. Yeah. Um, so not buying something because it's, it's the, the newest trend. Mm. Just think, do I love it? Does it suit me? Is yeah. the colour, is the shape right? Will I wear it 30 times? I yes. think the 30 times thing That's a really is a good really, thing. really good thing. Yeah. But if you know what colours suit you and know what shape and style of things suit you, you're mm. less likely to make mistakes. Yeah. So it's better for your, be uh, for your bank balance, but yeah. also hugely important for the environment and the planet mm. as well. I mean, having seen that BBC documentary about Ghana yeah. and the piles of landfill that we're sending out 
mm. um, supposedly for them to buy and sell out yeah. there that isn't good enough quality. Mm. It, it made me weep, actually. Mm. It was just so sad. Yeah. And I just think we have too much stuff. Yes. All of us have too much stuff. Yeah. So clearing out and finding a new home for love pieces yeah. and paring down what you have, it makes life simpler and easier. Mm. Less stressful. Yeah. You're not drowning under a sea of stuff. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, yeah. it's interesting because I do like buying secondhand stuff yes. and pre love things yes. as well because you can find some real bargains yes. out there for you. This is the excitement of yeah. it because it's like PK Maxwell, yes. which I love. Yes, I do. We we'll talk about like I do. Quirky like, things, yeah. things that, that maybe there's just one in your size yeah. and that's the same if you buy vintage. And they do have good labels as well. Yeah. You just have to look, yeah. don't you? Yeah, you do. And then it's exciting and then yeah. you can find something that you, that you weren't necessarily expecting to find. It's lovely. Mm working out different ways to style it. What about colour? Because I yes. think quite a lot of women are scared to yes. wear a lot of colour. So how yes. do you, what steps can women take to, to get them over that Yeah. So I, we, as we were saying before, a lot of ladies are really worried and, and they say to me, you're not going to take me out of my back, are you? Mm. Because so much of the wardrobe is black or navy. Yeah. So I would always say phase out things gradually mm. and it, it's what's happening near your face so say for example you're a bright jewel winter like you are today yeah. um and you have a lot of navy things i would say bring some color in in a scarf in some amazing jewels saw that beautiful yes pendant necklace yeah. in that gorgeous chinese blue online look at that button wilson yeah. you look amazing um kind of bring it in gradually bring it in with a, a beautiful handbag in a gorgeous uh, magenta pink, mm. maybe some magenta pink um, mules or something to wear with a, right, a white trouser suit or yeah. a neutral trouser. Because your neutrals are the basis of your wardrobe, and then you can bring in your different colors. Mm. So you don't have to do it all. Yeah, okay. and it can be a gradual thing. And it does make a difference when you wear something that's really bright and bold. It's about being visible as well, isn't it? It's about being visible. And I think women tend to kind of. Women I've talked to over 50, quite yes. a lot of them, especially when you go through the menopause, you yes. feel that you all, you always want to be invisible because yes. you've got all this going on. Yes. And I think colour forces you to get yourself it out does. there. It does. And not everybody suits bright colours anyway, mm. so it could be that you really suit a summer palette, which yeah. is lovely kind of pale pink, pale blues, pale green, sort of aquas, lilac, and that's a softer look. Mm but totally appropriate to a lady who has that colouring. Yeah. So it's really a case of dressing in the way that works best for you mm. and not dressing in the way that fashion is at the moment or, or what celebrities are wearing, but just what makes you look and feel brilliant. Mm. Have you got an outfit in your head that you, <laughs> you might have worn in the past that you now think, oh, my God, what did I wear Well, interestingly for? enough, so when I was at uni, I was a bit of a goth light, actually. <laughs> it's so funny. And so I wore a lot of purple. Right. So I dyed my hair black, wore a lot of purple, um, even had some lipstick at, at some stage. I used to wear a lot of kind of flouncy, um, like Victorian vintage petticoats yeah. and things like that. Um. So, yeah, I, although it was fun at the time and I did yeah. feel very cool at the time yeah. and I did like being quite indie. Um, so probably some of those outfits in terms of the colour. Mm. But, yeah, it made me joyful and happy at the time. So that's fine. It it's worked funny, for me. Because I once wore, um, yeah. I was probably in my early 20s, yeah. I wore some, like a, the wrong yellowy mustard yes. kind of cloths. Yes. And for the whole duration I went to the theatre, I hated yes. 
wearing them, and I felt so uncomfortable. Why did you wear them? What I don't were you know. Doing? I was just going to some healthy. Yeah. And I, I yes. used to wear something different, and yeah. I found that nobody else wear those. Yeah. And I just didn't feel right. Yeah. And now we do that kind of stuff, yes. and, and I can see it's completely the wrong colour for me. Yeah. yeah. But it's the one pair of things, it's the one thing that sticks that, in that my sticks mind. That's just being, being a nightmare. I didn't. Yeah. Feel right. Although culotte shape is great and yeah. very flattering and yeah. very on trend now because the so colours are destroyed. Those so you go. <laughs> that's shape. mine. Oh, yeah. Thankfully, I haven't got a photograph. <laughs> oh, that's a shame because I'd love to see that. So, yeah. what's the plans for the future? How would you like to see it growing? Oh, I would like to see ladies up and down the country. At the moment, it's Yorkshire, yeah. especially North Yorkshire, but it's a mobile service. Mm. So, I go and see ladies in their homes for all the different services. Also do personal shopping for, mm. for ladies. So as we've done today, part of the wardrobe review, we have yeah. a look online and pick out brands that would work for you and also styles and shapes. Yeah. Um, but I also do personal shopping, which is so much fun. Mm. So that is a targeted, purposeful shop. Yeah. So it's shopping as, as you may not have come across it before. So yeah. I will have found it all in advance to which retailer you're going to. I love John Lewis. I love mm. the brands in John Lewis yeah. Leeds. They've got such a big selection. Fantastic, well, huge they? selection of brands. Yeah. So that's a really good place to go. Um, so I love doing that. My girls are kind of, one One is away at uni now in York and the other one is, is almost 16. So mm. I feel this is my renaissance yeah, time. time. This yeah. is my blossoming time. Yeah. And um, what do they so think about seeing mum going off and, and having this kind of second lease of life? <laughs> they must be really proud. I think that they, they, they kind of laughed a bit at the beginning and they would say things like, who even are you, mum? Yeah. <laughs> so that was quite funny. But I like to think they're quite proud because yeah. they know I get nervous before doing an event. Mm. Um, I was nervous about coming here to see you today mm. because you're one of my icons. <sighs> so, and it's just been a, a lovely, relaxed, just it's joyful been, time. It? It's been really absolutely nice. brilliant. Yeah. So there's always a few nerves and you kind of steal yourself mm. and, and just say to yourself, I want to do this. I know I can do it. Yeah. So, and every time you overstep that, hurdle yeah. it gets easier because yeah. then you've got that in your bank haven't yes. you in your head where you think actually well, i did that so yeah. i can go and do this yeah. so yeah oh that's exciting because <laughs> the thing about personal shopping is women i think tend to think and i i've been guilty of this yeah that's all that's not for me because a i might not be able to afford it or i i'm not the right person for personal There's shopping always a it's always like that in, in, well. imposter syndrome isn't yes. it you think you're not worthy yes. of having that time and as it's... an individual and and also the whole personal styling thing. Mm. I think everybody deserves a personal yes, stylist. Yes, I do. Yeah. And it's not luxury. It's it's all about the democratization of styling. Yeah. Which because back in the day, personal stylists would be people that worked for big corporate brands, training mm. people for or they would be based in places like Harrods or Hardwick. It would yeah. be very very high end. Yeah. And then it kind of spread throughout the high street. Mm. So Topshop was the first. Yeah big brand that started this democratization mm. of styling making it accessible to people yeah. even if they just wanted a perfect pair of jeans mm. um so i love the fact that it's now more out there yeah um but yes i think everybody deserves an objective eye a kind empathetic eye as well that will help them pick out things that will really work for them mm. and save them save them time and money yeah. basically save them money save yeah. them money yeah. so it is actually an investment yes. in you yeah so I'm pleased about the whole idea of well-being for women. Yes. As well, because yeah. it is part of looking looking after. Yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to watching yeah. what you get up to. <laughs> it's amazing. So last three yes. questions. Ooh. Actually, before we go, I've got yes. one more thing I was going yes. to ask you about. So 
In the Daily Mail article, they yes. describe you as a mistress of disguising <laughs> body parts you least like. And they also talk about this secret behind the instant facelift. Yes. So what see, tips I'm, is that? Oh, I'm, abs- <laughs> I'm absolutely obsessed with embellishment at the neckline, Rachel. Right. So um, whether you're wearing beautiful jewellery in your best colours or your best metals, whether it's copper or silver or gold or mm. rose gold platinum, um, that really does give you a Photoshop effect because light reflects upwards mm. so your skin is smooth and your eyes look brighter mm. and it is incredibly transformational i'm going to try because that, that we've yes. had this conversation yes. about big jewelry so yes. it scared me yes and i think maybe because i am quite big busted yes i kind of thought well any more anything else big on top i'm just going to look <laughs> huge but actually i can see how it, it's so, almost a distraction uh, yeah and also because i would say get the length right yeah. so get sort of either it sits at the top of your boobs yeah. or it comes down lower yeah. like depending that I'm wearing what you don't want is it well, kind of babbling off yeah. the boob yes. area yeah. um, and also have appropriate scale for mm. you as well so not something kind of tiny because you're tall yeah. I would have something a bit more substantial yeah. that would really look I am look going great. to go shopping and I will send it's you exciting. photographic evidence yes. <laughs> I can't wait so last three questions yes. that I always ask everybody <laughs> have you got a favourite song that motivates you? oh my goodness now this is, this is really really funny actually because I've been through two divorces, so I've had a lot of highs and lows yeah. in my life. And the song that I kept playing was the Magnificent Seven theme oh, tune. <laughs> I grew up loving that film. My yeah. dad and I always used to watch westerns, mm. and it's just a really kind of empowering kind of go out there and sort it kind yeah. of song. So I love that, but I also love the music from The Mission, the film The Mission, which right. I played a lot when I was at uni in the eighties. Mm. So I love both of those. Great. Kind of inspiring music. Yeah. Well, what's about a book that inspires you? I know you've yeah, studied know. this one. Because <laughs> I was thinking, so for me, I just absolutely love this book. So this book is called The Line of Beauty by yeah. Alan Hollinghurst. I don't know if you've Never heard happened. of it. Yeah. Um, so it's it's a story of um, a very wealthy family in the 80s in London. Um, and the central character, Nick, um, is kind of part of their life, but not really. So he has a friend, and he sort of stays with the friend and becomes involved in the family. Um, and it's set in the eighties when AIDS, HIV, and, yeah. and AIDS um, was first uh, appearing. And he's he's a gay character as well. So it's everything around that kind mm. of time in London. Yeah. Um, so I love it. it. It's like a modern day Vanity Fair. It's something oh, like that. Goodness. So it's and but um, so it's a love affair. Nick and and the person that he falls in love with, he's mm. he's in love with this family, with this kind of supposedly glamorous lifestyle, but really has a lot going on under the surface mm. that isn't good. Um, a bit like Brideshead as well. So I love Brideshead. So yeah. it's all about how the glamour is really surface, and there's so much Which is so going true, on. It? But it's it's yeah. the allure of this glamour. Yeah, it's a bit like an evening of as well. But it's also um, a love affair with London. And I'm from London, mm. so the fact the city is a kind of living, breathing character in yeah. this, and it's my time. It's oh, I was in my twenties, yeah. so I I love that book. Yeah, so that's oh, probably my favourite book. What do yeah. you have a favourite decade, fashion wise? Oh, oh my god, because I love them all. My worst was the nineties, the early nineties, because it was all oatmeal yeah. and unstructured, yeah. <laughs> which I didn't enjoy. Um. So, uh, oh my goodness, I love turn of the century because I love all the Art Nouveau styles, mm. all the gorgeous peacock foods, mm. and the fact.
for a motif in art and literature yeah. and in clothing. That I love twenties. I love William Morris. I love that going on. Mm. Um, thirties with beautiful satin bias cut dresses, very Ocasio, mm. all of that elegant style. Loved that. Forties. Yes, I like the tailoring of the yes, 40s. Yes, I like the tailoring. I the like masculine the, suits, yeah. the big shoulders. Lauren um, Bacall type. Lauren Bacall, yeah. amazing. Um, 50s, loved the Christian Dior, the new look, mm. and those amazing full skirts. Then, of course, beginnings of Audrey Hepburn yeah. and that lovely gamine left bank style going into the yeah. eight, uh, sort of the 60s. Mary Quant in the 60s. Bieber, 70s. Oh, my gosh. You mm. see, I just love them all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I do. Love I've... them all. Yeah. But what I love is that now there's so much more colour in the shots. So I think things have changed over the past few years. If you look at Instagram, Instagram fashion pages are washed with colour. Yes, they are. Yeah. And it's colour is celebrated yeah. because it, it feeds into well-being. So there's an awful lot out there about the psychology of colour yeah. and how wearing, say, for example, red um, speeds up your metabolism, gives you energy, um, releases adrenaline. So you feel quite energetic and powerful yeah. and confident, but it also energises whoever you're talking to. Yeah. Um, so it's the effect that colours have not only on you, the one wearing it, but also how you interact with other people. It's fascinating. So it is absolutely fascinating that blue is, is the most popular colour in the world. Really? Probably because it releases oxytocin um, and we associate uh, feeling really relaxed with the ocean and the sky. Mm. The majority oh, okay, of the yeah. world is, is yeah. blue. Was Pantone colour of the year two thousand and ten. Fun blue is turquoise, mm. which is your blue yes. to go to a fashion. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be wearing that. Yeah. <laughs> um, who inspires you? Oh, in terms of women, well, just uh, just, yeah. just generally, um, I think probably older ladies mm. just living their life yeah. and going out there and going for it. You yeah. inspire me hugely. Which is why I was so chuffed to meet you. I was so looking forward to meeting you when I knew you were coming to the Insta yes. Meet. Well, that's been thing. a brilliant networking. It's been group, fantastic. Hasn't it? it really has. I love that. You yeah. see, those girls really, really inspire me. Yeah. Um, it's not purely for women, but there are a lot of women that go. Yeah. Small business, sort of entrepreneur women. Um, and also, I think as a woman, you don't really call yourself an entrepreneur or a small business no. person, do you? No. You kind of skirt around the edge. We're not very good at kind of blowing our own trumpets no. and saying this and owning what we're doing. Yes. Because we feel like yes. we're never sort of... It is this imposter it. syndrome. Yeah. And I think we all have that little voice saying, what are you doing? Why do you think you can do yeah. that? Why, why are you going to kind of stand up and talk about stuff? And you yeah. have to kind of remind yourself, I know about this stuff. Exactly. This is my passion. This yeah. is my expertise. Yeah. And I want to share that. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad you have that. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So I hope I've this has left all. everyone with lots of style oh. inspiration. I know it has me. Oh. And a bit more confidence with your wardrobe. So if you'd like to know more about Rona's services, please go to styleilluminated.co.uk and you can find out all about her fabulous services. You can also go on social media, Instagram at style underscore illuminated, Facebook at style illuminated and Twitter at Killers by Rona. Last thing, do you have a favourite item in your wardrobe that you absolutely will Ooh, never get rid of? Well, I should have brought it today because we ended up talking about fashion jewellery. Yes. So it's an absolutely beautiful, um, bright gemstone necklace bought from Bejeweled in oh, Harrogate. Yeah. So you've probably seen it on my Instagram because I wear it all the time. Yeah. And I will wear it with white in the summer. Um, it's like a sort of really luxurious Baroque piece of jewellery. Mm. 
Um, and I've certainly surpassed my 30 pairs. So I'll wear it with red at Christmas, with white in the summer, um, just with a kind of a simple sundress, but I'll also wear it um, with a cobalt blue kind of fitted going out dress. I just absolutely love it. Mm. And I feel like a million dollars when I put it on. I feel Brilliant. glamorous, feminine, and, and, and just great. About. Just yeah. feel good. So if any of you listeners have got a favourite piece of your wardrobe, <laughs> I would love to know about it. So please share and get in touch. And I'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to this week's Out of the Bubble. And I hope it's left you feeling inspired. I'd love to hear from you. Who inspires you and why? Please get in touch. You can contact me via my website, rachelperumodel.com or leave a message on the Anchor app. And if you're listening via iTunes, don't forget you can leave feedback. In the meantime, keep being fabulous.